Coming to you live after quite the hiatus and a little bit of internet problems again. This time on my end. It's the Believe in the Southside Boys. Joining you on this end, it is Steve-O. You can find me on Twitter at DrunkShySoxFan. And joining me, my co-host. What's going on, Steve? How you doing, married man? Steve, that's right. You are now a married man. You are now off the market forever. Um, so my dong no. is not community property any no, longer. It's not. <laughs> What's going on though? It's, uh, it's your boy, Carrie. You can find me on Twitter at that baseball fan. Um, and we got a lot to say. We've been gone a while. Um, well, yeah, I just wanted to start it out first by saying, Steve, congratulations. Um, Thank you. I know I couldn't make it, yes. but you will, you'll be at mine. So, um, hopefully you can make it then. Um, but you know, I just want to say congratulations. I saw a lot of pictures and I saw, you know, people, different posts, and it looked like you had a good time. And it looks like you were trying to be one of my people. And I can appreciate that. <laughs> Did so that you see great. the video? Oh, Did I you saw see the, the video because I follow um, uh, Mendelssohn on Instagram yes. and I saw that you got lifted up in a chair and you guys did the horror. So, um, you know, it gave you a little taste of what it really is, but uh, just wait for mine with an actual like big Jewish wedding. It's kind of like crazy and intimidated my friend once that he had to leave because he was very scared. So absolutely. Absolutely. I almost got thrown out of the chair the first time. I really almost did. If you do it again, Um, it'll happen. It, I, my bar mitzvah and you know, the family's bar mitzvah, same thing. You're going to fall out of that chair. It's just inevitable. So, but I wanted to make sure I gave you congratulations before we started any baseball talk. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it, Carrie. And I'm sad you were unable to join us. I know you would have definitely been uh, helping lead the horror. Of course, Um, fiance got COVID too. So I'm like, I know, I know. So, so are you, you're camped out alone right now or what's going on? I am. I am not in quarantine. I am good. I, I don't have anything wrong with me. And, um, she's going to be back this weekend. So I've had the house to myself for two weeks now. Um, wow. <laughs> I don't know what to do. <laughs> well, great time for us to finally record a, uh, a recap of the end of the White Sox season here on Believe in the South Side. For those of you that don't follow us already on uh, Instagram as well as on Twitter, we are at Believe, B-L-E-A-V, South Side. Um, so you can follow us on there. Um, and we're wherever you catch your podcast. So whether that be Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, we're even live on YouTube with every single episode we have. Um, and yes, Brian, I question that sometimes too. I don't know if there's anything not wrong with Carrie, but at least he's healthy. So we're good to record this episode. Um, my voice is still a little hoarse from the wedding, just from all the you know, yelling and, you know, getting excited. And yes, yes, maybe something that you alluded to there. Um, but let's talk White Sox baseball, Kerry. Um, the White Sox obviously fell flat on their face um, at the end. We 11 games, 12 games back of first. Yeah, that's 11 games. I just uh, oh, checked right before games. this. So, um, you know what? Good. 11 games. Good. Just good yeah. to, the, to Cleveland. So I, shouldn't this so we'll talk about heads that should be called for in a minute here but obviously we'll hop right into it and say that Tony LaRussa is no longer the manager of our Chicago White Sox Carrie 
Is there a God? There is a God, but it's he's only half formed right now with the White Sox. There's a true God if Rick Hahn is fired, and there I will believe in Jesus if Jerry Reinsdorf sells the team. <laughs> I will convert. So like I I it's begun, right? So Tony's gone. It's it's the minimum of what we can get that we ask for. You know what I'm saying? Like, because we right. know Rick, and we're going to talk about Rick later, um, that he's not going to go anywhere, but Tony's gone. Thank fucking God. Yeah. Um, long overdue. Um, just think about what Toronto did this year. Think about what the Phillies did this year. Mm-hmm. Think about what uh, the Angels did this year. I mean, you had teams that had pretty high expectations or at least expectations that they were going to improve. And the White Sox did not do that. They did the exact opposite and regressed heavily. Um, so looking at it, Carrie, obviously Tony Larusa out of the picture. Um, are you? Does this? So obviously you said this. The, you know the the whole there is a God comment here. You know, does this move the needle for you at all in regards to hope for the White Sox going into next year? I'm not. I think it's too early to say that. Um, while I do think managers and a different approach can make some sort of an impact, it also comes down to roster construction and we have first baseman and DH. Uh, that's our, that's everybody, you know, Oh, we have a shortstop. He was, he used to be a first base, you know, like that's Rick Hahn. Right. So, um, I think it's too early to say, but I think it's the needles moving, right. It's teetering. So hundred percent. Um, I don't know if this does everything for me. I don't, I mean, it's not the end all be all um, getting rid of Tony Larusa, But for me, I, I think about the White Sox as, as a whole. And I think about when Tony Larusa was hired, it brought a lot of animosity for ownership and for the front office out of this fan base. Mm-hmm. And, and some of that now can be retracted, I think. And some of that can be, you know, a little bit of hope replaces that, that, that frustration, right? At least for me. Um, because obviously there were redeeming qualities of 2021. The White Sox won the division for the first time in 13 years. The White Sox made the playoffs despite only winning one game. So basically doing what they did in 08 and basically doing what they did the year prior. Um, But think about that second half of the season, right? The White Sox were the first team to uh, clinch a playoff spot in 2020, and in 2021, they got off to an incredible start. And then they were a 500 ball club, right? They've been a 500 ball club since, literally, with how the the season ended. They've been, since the last year All-Star break, a 500 team like exactly. Like and with how much talent is on this team as we talk about, right? No reason for it. It should not be that way. There's too much young talent and there's too much there has been too much opportunity in the last two years. And I, I think what Brian means here, and I hope this is what Brian means here in the comments, a regular listener, a guy Brian. Um it fi- it does nothing. Firing Tony or getting or I, I should say ceremoniously getting rid of Tony. Uh does Even nothing. Fix yeah. Fix the damn roster. You've got the right young core pieces in place. It's all about supplementing, in my but opinion. But how long have right? we been saying that since 2020 when the 
window opened, right? I mean, it's been the same thing, right? You've had your left fielder. I, I don't care what people say. Eloy plays left field. He does, okay? He's going to continue to play left field unless you kind of do what you did with him this year and switch off with DH, right? But you have a left fielder. You have a second base. I mean, a, a center fielder. You have your third baseman shortstop, right? You have a first baseman, a catcher. You've had two positions you've needed for like two or three years now, and nothing's been done. Nothing. Zero. The answer to that's been put Andrew Vaughn out there, put Gavin Sheets out there. That's not that's not the right answer if you're going to really want to contend and be winners. That's not a winning move. Adam Eaton's not a winning move. No more Mazzara, not a winning move. I mean, AJ Pollock was better in theory, but he the thing didn't. Thing is, he didn't perform as well though. So what have they really done? And AJ Pollock hasn't been a regular everyday starter since 2016. Exactly. Right? So the White like, Sox need to put in pieces. Right. They fucked up again. <laughs> that are regular everyday starters in the gaps that they have. Right. Even Josh Harrison. In the fine. in the solid season that he had at second base, is not a regular everyday player. He's a guy that you're supposed to be able to pull off your bench and be really good. And the problem is the guys who the White Sox have that are your quote unquote bench guys, the guys you want to be able to pull off your bench and be really good, aren't. Adam Engel is not that. No, he's Leary Garcia is Sucks. not that. Sebi Zavala is not that. And even if he overachieved his expectations this year, he's not that. Mm -hmm. Um, God, I mean, Nomar Mazzara in, in, in the past years, right? Adam Adam Eaton. Eaton. I mean, these are guys that prime Adam Eaton. These are guys who shouldn't make your, if you're a contender, these are guys who shouldn't make your 26 man roster. No, and they only should it's not the big guys. It's not the big hitters. It's not your everyday starters. It's how you supplement it, right? Your Aloys are going Offense. to get hurt. Your Lu- Luises are going to get hurt. Your Yasmanis are going to get hurt. Okay, fine. Then go out and get the guys that are going to be, you know, ten million a pop, a, a year, that can really make a difference down the stretch. I mean, AJ Pollock is that guy, but he's not a guy who's going to give you 150 games anymore. No. And he hasn't for a while. I mean, like I said, since this. 2016. And I've been seeing this a lot on Twitter the past couple of days is about Liam Hendricks, right? I liked the move. Don't get me wrong, but I still always questioned it because I said typical White Sox spending a lot of money, but in the wrong fucking spot. It's not an everyday player. That's not $56 million. Come on. Like, Ronaldo Lopez would be fine at closer. You could have put, you could have thrown Garrett Crochet in there the past few years, or Kopech. Like, I, I'm not saying to trade Liam. Okay, I love right. Liam Hendricks. He is he's elite. Out. He's an elite but closer. But you 100%. don't you don't sign. You don't even if they're elite, you don't sign. You trade for them. Those long of deals, right? Yes, you and go you trade and you for go them. trade for them. Just it, and you it, save your capital prospect for that, right? Exactly. And it pissed me off because I'm like, there's other players on the mark. There's a Kyle Schwarber out there. There's Chuck like for cheap too. Like just do it. See what happens with these guys. And they just never did. They they wanted to please the fan base right and they just got the wrong people and it's continuously it's just the story of rick Hahn as a gm i i looked at his record as a gm by the way 
Oh, it's well Don't look at 500. that shit. It, yeah, it's, it's below, well below 500. Well below 500. It might Horrible. not even be four, 440. And in like, his prime years, yeah, one playoff win. Well, uh, what, two? Right? They had the one in Oakland? Did they? They had one game in Oakland that they won. They lost, they lost two out of three to Oakland. Okay, right? sorry. Two. Right. But still, shit. Garbage in a in a Mickey Mouse season. So yeah, yeah. I mean, well, speaking of Mickey Mouse seasons, I you know you want that's a perfect transition. Let's talk Brian about our, our Mickey Mouse MVP, Jose Abreu himself. Um, you know, and, and and I should not have started with that because I have to say this first and foremost. You know, Jose Abreu, despite him basically being all but gone as a Chicago, all but done forever as a Chicago White Sox, at least as a player. Um, I have to appreciate what, what he's done for this team throughout the years, and he's been a glimmer of hope in all of the shit. However, I want to hear your initial thoughts and reactions about the White Sox in at the end of this 2022 season departing ways with Jose Abreu, as it's been reported. I don't know how to think. You know, it's like... Losing, like, I don't know how to, I, I can't like think of a comparable, but it's like losing something. Just You're about to lose somebody you've loved for what? Since 2014? Almost right? a decade. Yeah. Nine Almost seasons. a decade, right? It's like losing Canerico was the same thing, but you're like, I think this needs to happen. You know, mm-hmm. like if, if the Sox were shitty and didn't have the roster they did, like if they had a 2013 White Sox roster, I would be okay with bringing Abreu back, right? Mm-hmm. I think Jose Abreu is better off for himself if he wants to win a ring. Going to like a team like the Mets, that's gonna be like a good like he's the last piece they need. You know what I'm saying? He's not your your he's a fifty he had fifteen home runs. That's it. I mean like that, mm-hmm. but it, but he was great, great in like his OBP is like everything went everything besides homers went up. Right. And homers and RBI. So like, I think he's got to go right. Just to get on with it. I think he's got to go. I think it's time. Right. Um, Unless you trade Andrew Vaughn, right. You would have to do that first. So that's why I don't understand these reports. Why would they like play their hand like this? You know what I'm saying? Like, what if you do trade Vaughn, if you trade Vaughn, right, you better get a good return and Jose's not here, but you better get a lefty to replace Jose Abreu and Vaughn. Yeah, and it's hard, you know. And and I agree with you, Carrie. It's like <laughs> it. It's like it's like losing that that family member that <laughs> has been you know so so dear to you. And of course, we we got our guy, Senor here in the comments. Uh, got to beware of those imitators. Um, here's. What has to be kept in perspective. If it was a short-term deal for Abreu, it was going to be well over, and by well over, I mean probably closer to 25 than $20 million for a year. I don't know. I And, and you, you just can't do it. You're the White Sox. You can't do On that. On a Jerry Reinsdorf-owned team, you cannot do it. And with On Rick a Rick Hahn yeah. GM team, you cannot do it because that money is wrapped up in Yasmani Grandal and Liam Hendricks right now. Okay? Yeah. I I love Jose. 
and yes, I've heard, you know, Jose followed the hitting approach uh, this year that was given to the team and he succeeded at it. I, I don't personally, I don't care. I, he's a veteran. He knows how to hit. He knows how to hit bombs. He's been a power hitter his whole life. And those power numbers are down. You ha- also invested a number three overall pick in a first baseman. Mm-hmm. So if you are not sold on that number three overall pick first baseman, f- like filling that seat, like, I mean, I, you have, to, more you have to buy in. Like you have to buy your, in. It's like training your second baseman that you drafted the year before that. Right. Granted, he sucks, but like, what are we doing? You know, like, <laughs> I, I totally get your point. You know, if, if you're not, if you don't believe in Vaughn, right? What are you doing with Jose? I mean, and, and you got to let him go too, because it's not worth it. So what do you do if you're Rick Hahn in this point? At this point, what do you do? And personally, I think this is the, the move the organization needs to make. Unfortunately, you know, like, and yeah. Because you are first baseman heavy. You are first baseman heavy. You've got Gavin Sheets, who right now, in my opinion, should be trade bait. Um, I, it's, I mean, you should have sold high on Sheets last year. That's what you should have done. Um, because now he's a you know a negative 0.7 war player after this year. Um, yes, I just don't get it um, with the <laughs> roster construction. Uh, a number three overall pick in Andrew Vaughn. I mean... He, you either need to develop him as an elite hitter, like shit, or get off the pot. And I know Jose is going to be missed. Um, that that is ridiculous, Brian. No, um, he, it's because that's a joke. Because he actually okay. met that once, and me and him went at it. That's hilarious. <laughs> um, yeah, Jose is going to be missed, but as as our guy Senor says, but Luis, it is yes, n- no government names. <laughs> it's. It's going to free up that money for the White Sox to do what they need to do in free agency this year. At least some of it. At least some of it. It frees that up, right? So with that 20-plus in a year being freed up in possibly the last year of your window, (laughs) Carrie, what are you doing? If you are in Rick Hahn's seat, even with all these bad moves that have already been made, I've thought about this, right? I think you got to, you let Jose go. This, this is what I would do if I was GM. Okay. You yep. can roast me if you think it's stupid. And I was just texting my friend who's a Mets fan because yeah. he's like distraught right now. And I'm like, yeah, the Grom's gone. Edwin Diaz <laughs> is gone, you know? Uh, Cause I'm just being a dick because he was asking me where oh, the White course. Sox were for the playoffs. Right. So I'm like, Nemo's, Nemo's ours, you know? Um, not happening. But what I think not happening? Ha- no. What I think is going to happen is Sox are going to sign Conforto because he's cheaper. Okay. Bon- hope for a bounce back here. I'm okay with that because Conforto is better than any of the guys that they've gotten, and he's lefty. Okay. Right. Sign Josh Bell. Okay. Okay. That's your first baseman or DH. Even though you've got trade. Guys that are already Andrew there, Vaughn. Right? Trade Andrew Vaughn and try to get the best pitching asset that you can get on the market. Okay. I've heard people and seen people Zach say, like, Gallant. Zach Gallant. Like, I would love that. Are you kidding me? 
ask Miami maybe, right? Hey, Miami, do you, you got Sandy Alcantara. I mean, I don't know if that's even realistic. You know what I'm saying? But like, um, that, that's what I would do for that position, right? Because I, I think what they got to do, if they really want to change things, right, go get a starting pitcher high in the market. Because imagine if your, like, pitching rotation was, like, gallon, like, seasick gallon, one, two. It's dirty, you know? So, and at my first problem base, with though, you have, Josh Bell, you have Josh Bell, okay, at first base, and you sign guy like Con- Conforto, right? For DH, I can't believe I'm saying this. So you're keeping Andrew Vaughn in the keep, outfield? No, uh, no, oh, no, Andrew he's Vaughn's traded. Gone. Andrew Vaughn's gone. Or you oh, letting Gavin be a DH full time? That's scary. Like, is it though? I mean, he's just as powerful as Andrew Vaughn was, basically. In the second half of the season, he was actually a decent ball player. I hate to say it. Uh, yeah, I'm, I mean, he can he can hit right-handers. That's for sure. And that's what um, I'm saying. Like, there's Vaughn no will that, not get you oh, a three. No, he's got to at least Brian, get you a two. Brian's come, on get, come on, he's getting you a rock-solid two. He's like, Andrew Vaughn's oh, Frankie already. Frankie Montes. Montes. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. But I could see that. Like, I, I would love Nemo or Conforto, right? Uh, sign him, right? But this isn't what's going to happen, you know, because we, we know what Rick Hahn's going to do. But okay. why not? The White Sox have because failed miserably at getting do. right fielders. It's not they what have they failed do. miserably at just getting outfielders in general. Have you seen the the Flex Seal commercials? <laughs> when he just slaps that shit on the tub and just says, "There you go, it's patched up." That's fucking Rick Hahn. That he's the Flex Seal guy. I need somebody to like photoshop that and i'm just going to use that as my profile picture rick Hahn is the flex seal guy he's literally just patches shit up just temporary fix you know not a permanent fix so that's why he won't do what me and you would probably do and i'm not saying we're smarter than rick Hahn. i'm just saying like we might he, be he, <laughs> who knows <laughs> he's probably gonna go sign another reliever and be like here you go here's a top reliever it's like fuck you man you know like but if they want to get creative and he said in more in trades than anything, you got to sign at least one guy, one guy, even if it's Jock Peterson for cheap, like just sign one outfielder. Don't care if it's Jock. Don't care if it's Conforto, Nemo, whoever he has to be lefty and you have to replace Vaughn and bell with a guy like Josh bell, who is young still and can rake 30 is not terribly young, but sorry, first baseman. Rub He's that good in for your another face four too. years. You you Fuck old you. old ass. I'm not thirty um, either. I'm thirty one. Exactly, old ass. So, <laughs> I, I I'll say this much: if there's one thing that this season has taught us, Carrie, what does this lineup need more than anything? Lefty bats. A lefty bat that can particularly play where. And I know you just put in yourself the on the in the outfield. I why. Brandon Nimmo doesn't get the fucking bag from Jerry Reinsdorf would be beyond me. Because right now you've, much sense. you've got Eloy in left, who is a goddamn nuisance. You have AJ Pollock, who either you let him walk for 10 mil or you pay him 13 million. So you're paying him to, to stay. And AJ Pollock showed some longevity this year. I got to give it to him, but he was still 
Mm-mm. not on his high levels because he was being overused. You've got Luis, who has yet to stay healthy throughout a whole season. And I'm hoping he is able to stay healthy throughout a whole season because, and at, like you said in the comments of uh, of Beef Loaf's post earlier, if that guy could stay healthy and if he had better development, he might be an MVP somewhere else. That's yeah, how much talent that guy has, okay? It's like our whole team. You've, you've got... Uh, I mean, and then you're throwing Sheets and, and Vaughn out there regularly. Name a game this year when you didn't see Gavin Sheets or Andrew Vaughn playing outfield. Two of the worst defensive outfielders in the league. Yeah. Who Because they're not outfielders. No, they're first basemen. It's disgusting. And the thing is about Brandon Nemo, he could play center field. You could even put Luis and Wright to put less stress on that man's body. You could. Right. If you're signing Nemo. Right, and right there as well in the comments, Brian, if they move Liam or if they move Graveman or if they move Kelly or somebody. It's not happening. Which would be extremely difficult, but Liam would be the one because he's the high, he's the most sought after one. Yeah. You might be able to pay him. It's not going to happen. It's just not a white so much fucking money in that bullpen. Well, I get it. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense and they sucked. Watch them have like a bounce back year because they like get Bummer, 20th, and 20th in ERA, I think. Yeah. Right. I mean, I and it was all righty heavy. That, that was another problem, too. It was all righty heavy. Yeah. I mean, you get crochet back and then, and then you got uh, um, Bummer, you know, if that man could even stay healthy. They could have a good bullpen, but who gives a shit? That's not what you need to focus on. Sign Brandon Those Nemo. Guys don't touch the field every day. You got to sign guys even, that touch the field every day. We don't even need Brandon Nemo. We don't even. We just sign Jock Peterson. Like, Literally, just sign Jack Peterson. Just sign somebody Which, that who they who they right. Yeah, who they should have traded for at the deadline, or signed the year before that, or signed in the offseason. Like there were multiple sign times to get Jack Peterson. And oh, and, and they decided and not he to. Blamed he blamed a, someone on Twitter that that's why like the trade. Fuck off, Rick. You're just not a good GM. Like, yeah, and here's another thing too. Is I mean the pitching. Here's the thing that we found out about the White Sox pitching. Whether they get into the cap cat's lab and figure it out, or we find a fucking one trick pony, no pun intended, with Johnny Cueto, those guys are around. Mm-hmm. Those guys are around. You cannot find guys like Brandon Nimmo around. So go out there and 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 put your nuts on the table and mm-hmm. don't extend guys like Larry Garcia, like it's been said on this podcast a million times. All right, Carrie, I know we're Close to a half hour, but I, I still want to keep talking White Sox baseball. Yeah, That's cool with you. yeah, yeah. No, let's go. I'm All home right. alone. <laughs> what I wanted to, <laughs> I'm going to go down the list of guys that either the White Sox can resign or not resign this year, and and hear your thoughts uh, on those guys if that cool. works. Um, I had that tab up and then I completely lost it. So I'm going to start with uh, some guys who they can give, um, pardon me, that are not unrestricted free agents that are guys um, that have arbitration. So first and foremost. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. If like should be non-tendered or. Yeah. 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 Um, Start with Reynaldo Lopez. What are your thoughts on Rayla? Absolutely. Going to arbitration with him and. He's probably going to get what he wants. He had a 
he was excellent. He might have solidified himself as a future closer, even like that. Nobody hit home runs off that guy. Uh, I mean, it's true. Um, I would absolutely do the same. Um, I heard even extending, like giving him an extension, might be an idea. I don't know how I feel about that yet. Not yet. Um, we don't have the money. For <laughs> right, exactly. I would much rather see the money spent elsewhere uh, in the field uh, on a fielder. Yeah, correct. Um, the next one. Kyle Crick, you gotta let him go, right? Yeah, I mean, there's no point. What's the point of a Kyle Crick unless he signs like a minor league deal? I mean, no, he's 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 gone. And he was decent, but and there's another reason why I want him gone too, because I a certain somebody likes him, so I want him just absolutely gone. Is that certain uh, someone possibly of 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 the same tribe, Kerry? No. Oh, half no, but okay. no, half, half. Okay, cool. Just, just, just wanted to make sure. Um, G- Lucas Giolito. Care. I mean, here's the thing. I'm not throwing Dylan Cease in there because that's an obvious one. Um, yeah. Lucas Giolito. What do you want to do about Lucas Giolito, Kerry? Worst pitcher in baseball. Was he considered the worst pitcher? Not in really. baseball? I'm, okay. I'm just, I'm, I'm reciting that that stupid. Oh, thing. I said he was the worst. Um, worst pitcher in baseball. Ugh. You, they're not going to non-tender him. That's not what the White Sox do. And OPS is racist. Um, he's he's they're going to probably go to arbitration with him. He's not going to. I don't. Fuck. I hate it though because I think this is the year he starts making decent money in arbitration. It's going to be um, over ten mil. Yeah, he's not worth. I mean, like he could be worth that. He absolutely could be worth that. But I think you might have to package him in a deal. Let me run this down for you. Your ace is Cease. Your two is next year's Lynn. If you, unless you package a deal like a Vaughn and Giolito. Okay. So let's go Cease, Lynn, Kopech, Geo? Question mark. It's a solid four, and you're only paying him 10 mil. I mean, pardon me. Solid four is a stretch. I'll say this. He has very great potential to be a an amazing four or even a very good three. Um, he could even he has the potential to be a great two. We've seen it, but he exactly. just uh, sucks this year. I think he's a guy that's going to have a bounce back here and he'll figure out figure it out and I think he's gonna lose some weight and stuff like that. so maybe he should join the weight loss challenge too with everybody, but like he uh, I think he'll bounce back. I think he's going to pitch for the White Sox next year. I, really I think so, too. I think so, too, because where on the market are you going to get somebody that's had any sort of remote success for $10 million yeah. for a starting pitcher these days? You just yeah. can't. Unless you're pulling off of the, the Johnny Cueto's and Johnny getting, Cueto. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Which leads, leads me to the next one. You want to re-sign Cueto? No. I think he'll cost too much because he's like, well, I'm going to come back. You know, like, I don't want no, no. So are you putting your faith in Davis Martin and Garrett Crochet? As uh, Brian would say here, they would be the five. I mean, let's say hypothetically they trade Vaughn and Giolito in a trade, right? Let's Hypothetically. Say they, I still don't see it happening. Cease. I could see it happening. They say they get a cease and they get a top line starter. 
right? Those are one, two. Mm-hmm. Lynn and Kopech. These are your four or five. Be nice. I mean, you're I mean you're three and four. That's more than nice, right? That's when you can sign a guy even cheaper than a Cueto, right? And there's guys out there that you Reynal- can do that. Reynaldo Lopez. <laughs> no, Ronaldo Lopez is in your bullpen, but there's there's cheap guys that you can get for like a year, you know, that are like bounce like Shamanaya might even be a bounce back candidate, you know, because he had a pretty shitty year, you know, like mm-hmm. there's guys like that on the market. There's the Tyler Anderson's Kyle Gibson, even, you know, like mm-hmm. Wade Miley out, even take like guys like that, that you can get stuff out of that can be a five. Uh, so fair enough. Yeah. Fair, fair enough. Um, before I transition to guys out in the field, um, there is a, there has to be one more pitcher on Jimmy Lambert. Jimmy Lambert stinks as a starter. Sorry, uh, he's got options though, right? He's got to at this point. Yeah, he's under team control, um, so that's not even an issue. Um, let's let's hop to a couple guys in the field uh, that I, I wanted to ask you questions about. The first one, and talking about washed up start or washed up old guys off the scrap pile, but overperformed in a White Sox uniform, Elvis Andrews. What were your? Th- I mean, obviously, I can't even ask you your thoughts on Elvis Andrews this year because he was great. Yeah, uh, for the great Sox, for us. Gotta go. Just Unless let him go. Sign, yeah, he's gone. There's no reason. He's never played second base before. You don't know if he's going to repeat and hit 10 home runs like he did. Like, you just don't know. I'd rather have Josh Harrison back. Fair. Fair. I agree. Josh Harrison? I'd rather have him back at second base. Like, if you don't get a lefty second baseman, which there's like none, get a guy that's actually good. And he was league wide. Average, I think WRC plus for second hey, baseman was like. What if great. I what if I told you the White Sox have that lefty second baseman already? Unfortunately, who? His name's not Yomankata. Just stop. His name's Leary Legend. Okay. No, get the fuck out of here. He's got to go. He's got to go. Unfortunately, too. our our beloved GM threw money at this guy, a guy who would not make you most twenty six man roster. Sorry. I know, right? It has to be the Dallas Keuchel type, right? Where you're eating the money. He's I would so love bad. to see them eat the money and then go so- just throw that money. You don't need to sign somebody. Josh Harrison. You don't need. You don't need to. You can. Yeah, you can bring Josh Harrison back because he's cheap. I think he's like five, six million dollars. Right. You don't need Larry Garcia. You have no, Romy Gonzalez. You have guys that are better. You have Jose Rodriguez coming up. You have, you know, you have like. Uh, who's the other guy that the problem is you're, you're bringing, you're bringing up infielders. You're, I mean, backup outfielders is, is an issue, right? Is it injuries, is it like, right? Yeah. But like, well, actually it isn't because let's talk about Oscar Colas, right? Yeah. You could bring up Oscar Colas. He's gotta be ready. Oh, you know, what's funny. That, that he's going to be on your opening yeah, day roster? Yeah, he's our opening day right here. I totally forgot about that. That's what I should have said is they're probably going to do the cheap thing, put him at right field, okay, and then they're going to sign like a DH. That's what they're going to totally do. Or they that. finally move Aloy to DH, which is what I've always wanted. Yeah. You've got Gavin Sheets as a bench option, and then you finally go sign Brandon Nimmo, which is what I'm fucking praying for. I would love, it just makes too much sense. Makes it makes too, too much, much sense. sense, right? That'd be that that right there, I'd be fine with because then you have like Nimmo and Colas who are lefties, and then you can say fuck you to Abreu. Sorry, Abreu stands, you know, and go still sign Josh Bell. 
or a lefty, you know, to play DH because then you can keep Vaughn, you know, like they, they, can, they can get creative, but it's Vaughn, Vaughn is their uh, is their starting first baseman this year. I mean, I hate to tell it to everybody. He is their starting first baseman this year. I I'm, all of these these comments and, and, and the confirmations that we've received from Bob Nightingale. Uh, I, <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm dying right now at uh at Senor's comments. Unbelievable, Luis. Um yeah, exactly. Seat at the table for yeah. Nemo. Here's David Peralta. <laughs> Thank you. That's good. Exactly. That's Who we awesome. wanted at the deadline, right? Like we're so cheap as White Sox fans. We've allowed it. We've allowed it. We've said oh, yeah. we're okay. We're okay. We're really okay with David Peralta. And Hans like, no, I know that's what you really want. So here's Jake Diekman. <laughs> oh, and that guy's back next year too. He's so back like, for multiple years, just multiple year. fucking years of control. No, I can't make this up. I think he's on. I think no, he's, it's this year or next year. He's, he's done after next year. No, Jake Diekman has a club option going into 24. Yeah, club option. They they can say fuck off. But it's $4 million. It's cheap so for what? Rickon. It's cheap for Rickon. He's going to do it. Yeah, man. you're right. You're right. They'll probably be, he's probably like, you know what? Might be looking at uh, Craig Kimbrell. Craig Kimbrell off the scrap pile too, you know? An option for roster. 24 with a buyout. So. He didn't even uh, make the roster. I know. It's so, well, hey. That's what good teams do. They say, hey, we're going to take a chance on this guy because he's a future Hall of Famer who's still, you know, might, works out might he have. Works out if he doesn't, he doesn't. Exactly. It's what good front offices that are willing to fucking spend money and are willing to take risks on older guys because their prospects are, are, are not com- everything that they bank off of, right? Yeah. Here's the thing. Something to keep in mind. We have been banking off of Aloy Jimenez. Luis Robert, Yoan Mankata, Tim Anderson to be the backbone of everything that you do in their mid-20s. Helped. In their mid-20s. That's why Harper would have helped. What? Exactly. A thousand percent. Or Machado. But or Machado. Yeah. Either one of those guys. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I'd much rather give uh, a turkey club than a club option to... Uh, <laughs> By the way, the- I'm going to one-up you. We're not even going to get a David Peralta. That's too much money. You're going to get a Cole Calhoun, and you're going to fucking like it. You're going to get a Dexter Fowler, and you're going to like it. He's retired. Chicago. <laughs> oh, is he officially retired yeah. at this point? You're going to get a Jason okay. Hayward and like it. <laughs> exactly. A thousand fucking percent. <laughs> um, there was one more position player that I wanted to run by you, and, uh, and now I'm trying to find it. because Is I, it Adam Engel? It is Adam fucking Engel. Thank you it. so much. Here's Gotta the go. thing. Thank you. It's poverty mindset to Gotta keep go. around Adam Engel, right? He's got to go. There's no reason for him. I mean, it's poverty mindset, is it not? He's not even a he's a good fielder. He's not the amazing plus defender that he used to be with he doesn't have the same speed and he can't hit. Exactly. He doesn't even hit lefties anymore. That was a specialty. Remember when he crushed lefties? Yep. Now he's not even doing that, so it's not even worth it. Right. I mean, you just can't keep around guys that are basically negative war or zero war players. You either have to not resign them or cut your losses. 64 OPS plus. It's absurd. That's absolutely absurd. And he's not good enough defensively to keep around. I mean, he's not. Here's the thing. And usually guys who are that good defensively, they have another tool. Like speed. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Billy Hamilton, right? Had speed. Adam Engel does not have that speed anymore. No. He does not have the skill of stealing bases like that. So why are you keeping him around? Especially if you're pulling him off the bench. He is a wasted asset. asset. Yeah. How much money is he making too? I mean, $2 million. He made so he'll get what? Two and a half, three next yeah, year? Go you know use what? it on something else. Use that on something. Use that $2 million on top of the... 18 million or 16 million you're getting rid of with Jose or whatever he's making. Use that for a player. Okay. Like, stop with a legitimate the nonsense. One. A legitimate one. Not one. Too, they should be able to do it this year because Grandal's contract is done. Okay. $18 million gone. Okay. You're getting rid of that. You're going to have some money next year. Right after next after this, yeah, in yeah, twenty four, yeah, yeah, you're gonna have some money. Liam Hendricks' money's gone too, I think, or maybe he was club on option on uh, club option on Lancelin. Yeah, so it's like do it now because this club, is your last chance with yeah. this team. Club option on Lynn, club option on Hendricks, club option on TA. I mean that that's gonna be nothing. Um Club option on Joe Kelly, club option on Deekman in twenty four. All those guys. So they have options. they have options, which is good, right? Yeah. But like, you got to supplement it right now. Mm-hmm. Do the 100%. right thing. Spend fucking more money, and tr- make the right trades. Do not get a reliever. I will have a heart attack. I really think I'll have a heart attack if he signs a reliever. If anything, what the White Sox should be doing and what one thing they should have learned from this year is at during the offseason, you need to shed a reliever. If I see White Sox sign reliever, blah, 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 I'm going to blow a gasket. I really will. I will. I will freak the fuck out. I might drive to the Sox stadium and, and bang on Rick Hahn's window. I don't know which one it is, but if you find out, I'm down. <laughs> Carrie, we are almost at the 45-minute mark. Do you have any final thoughts, comments, as we wrap this thing up, as we watch other teams play postseason baseball, as I need a break from baseball, honestly? I mean, it's depressing to watch. I mean, granted, we had four games last year to watch, or, yeah, four games. Right. Cool. It was still game, nice to game like. Game three was electric. It w- I was there. It was great. I mean, I mm-hmm. think you were there, too. Yeah, I mean, a lot it of was. people from Sox Twitter were there. I mean, that atmosphere was insane, and I don't know why Jerry Reinsdorf and Rick Hahn just don't want that shit again. Rick Hahn's stupid fucking smug smile when asked, should you have your job still? And he's like smiling the whole time. He's like, if I felt my job, if I wasn't doing my job, I'd leave. No, you wouldn't. You have a nice, comfy job. So my Absolutely. what I will say to that to wrap up is Rick Hahn, do your fucking job. Save your, you know, your image and make the right moves. Don't just say you're going to do the right moves and sign a lefty and, and get a pitcher. And like he did last year, he mm-hmm. laid everything out. Didn't do any of it. Yep. Don't just talk. Do. 100%. And I'll shut the fuck up. And I know a lot of people will also <laughs> shut up. Yeah, no, 100% agree with you. I will as well, because this is a guy, Moon Rakan, that I, I thought we could put the future in you um, you know, four or five years ago. Exactly. And, and four or five years ago, I was there. I was all on. 
And now the problem is there has not been enough veteran talent, especially on the field, to supplement the youth movement that they built up. Instead, they pushed a bunch of guys in their young 20s out there and said, you guys now go win a championship. And I am keeping this comment up about my uh, Brian saying that we live in a fantasy land where Jerry goes over 165, $170 million. Here's the thing. I don't think it's a fantasy land because of oh. this past year. $208,313,226 or, uh, or Yeah, uh, whatever the number I just said. Sorry, I've been drinking. Over $208 million last year. Okay? I think the White Sox are going to get really close to that again. And the reason why... And I hope Rick Hahn does this. We know Rick Hahn allowed it. He didn't want it. He allowed it. He allowed the Tony LaRusa to happen because that was Jerry's boy. And I know he's blown the blown up the budget twice before. But there were and they've underachieved. But this is going to be different. I am convinced that 2023 is going to be different i don't know why yeah. what's um, that line from uh, super troopers he's like you know i'll believe that when i turn irish and my sh- my shit turns to gold or something like that like yeah no way. and here's the thing i thought they were going to keep tlr around for one last hoorah but they did not i think health is maybe part of that but obviously their failures this year is another part of that and i think this is jerry's one last hoorah with Rick Hahn and say, you know what, fucker? Here you go. Good luck. Bring us some wins. So, hey, 200 mil, I think they can still get it done. I'll leave it at that. What I'll say to that is, what the line was is, I'll believe you when me shit turns purple and smells like rainbow sherbet. So that's what I say about the different. Not going to happen. I hope you're I hope you're right and I hope I'm wrong. 92 wins, AL Central champs, and go get a fucking pennant. I, I'm hanging on to that hope, and it's gonna take a big free agent signing. I will say that. A big free agent signing that's an actual fucking position player. Thank you everybody for joining. We appreciate you in the live comments. We appreciate you listening throughout the podcast airwaves on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever the hell you guys listen to your podcasts. We're also on YouTube. Um, That's why we read off these comments and we laugh at them because they're absolutely absurd sometimes. But they also ground us in our uh, White Sox fandom. So, Carrie, as always, it's a pleasure. Signing off. Believe in Southside. Have a good one, everybody. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.